it's time for the NASCAR Racing Podcast, presented by Tyler Bienweba. And here's your host to talk about this week here in NASCAR Motorsports. What is up, everybody? I hope you're all doing well. Thank you all for tuning in. We're getting ready to start week two of the NASCAR iRacing Series. This has been a pretty exciting event that they've been putting on for us here in these tough times with the quarantine going on with the virus around the world. So hopefully everyone is doing well on that. Uh, Before we get started, let me just first and foremost say... um, I am running a bit of a chest cold, so and my voice sounds a little off or flat. That is the reason why I'm just trying to take good care of myself. No, it is not the virus. I am not going to die, and I'm not going to isolate myself from everybody, which I'm just going to social distance. But anyways, we're going to be uh, talking about week two as well as some rankings as the as far as the Homestead race went. It was a exciting race a lot of fun as most of you are aware that Denny Hamlin won the first race of this I do believe they're doing six races all the races from last week to May 3rd are going to be ran on iRacing on Sundays and it's going to be broadcast on Fox Sports so make sure to tune on that one they'll be running at Texas for the Auto Parts 125 the race starts at 1 p.m. Eastern and you can watch that on Fox Sports 1 or the Fox Broadcast. So don't forget to tune into that. That's going to be a lot of fun. But going into the first race or after the first race, we have some drivers that are really starting to stand out. And two drivers that really surprised me, and I know they surprised a lot of other people, was Timmy Hill in the number 66 and Garrett Smithley in the number 51. I did not know how good they were as far as iRacing went, but man, they showed their talents. I mean, Timmy Hill led for a good chunk, contending for the win, and Garrett Smithley was pretty fast at the beginning. So they obviously did really, really well, and they showed how good they are in the simulator. And drivers, including Clint Boyer, said that this is not an easy thing to drive. In fact, in some cases, it's a lot harder to race in this compared to the actual car. Um, obviously there is a hundred times more safer than driving in an actual stock car no surprise there but they say as far as the track feels as far as the driving goes it's similar in a lot of ways and even ways it's more difficult so to see timmy hill and gary smithley run there up in the front was really cool to see shows that um, they do have a lot of talent and if they were maybe in top equipment maybe they could contend near the front However, like I said, cars are a little different, but it's still really cool to see. As far as ranking goes, I'm going to rank the top 10. I'm not going to put them in any specific uh, categories like I was thinking on doing as far as when the series gets back up. I'll go more into detail on that. I'm just going to do a simple top 10 ranking system. And I think the one who gets the first position is obviously the guy who wins the race, and that was Denny Hamlin. Wins the first race of the season at the Daytona 500, and he wins the first race for this iRacing. So he's definitely good at getting things started. So I will give him the first ranked for sure. Timmy Hill, we just talked about him. I'll give him second. Really talented. Um, I can't wait to see what he can do at Texas. And Garrett Smithley in third. And fourth place, I'm going to give it to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was one of the original pieces to the puzzle to get this iRacing going. And, you know, I haven't really been a Dale Jr. fan all my life. Um, I know. Uh, it's, uh, Junior Nation hates me right now, <laughs> but 
Um, as far as um, after retirement, I realize how fun of a person Dale Earnhardt Jr. is and how much of an impact he really makes. And for him to p help put on this event and then to run that good and put on a great finish just shows how much talent he has and shows how great he is for the sport. So, Dale Jr., I am now a fan of yours. Uh, thank you so much for pr helping provide this. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I will rank you fourth as a thank you. <laughs> uh, Chase Briscoe, I'm going to rank fifth uh, in that number 98. He ran the top 10 for the most part of the race, and he finished sixth. I was hoping he was going to get a top five. He's not able to do so, but he's going to try to race his way in. We'll get into that in a moment as we will be talking about the qualifying race that's going to happen. But for now, Chase Briscoe, congratulations to you. You are in the top five as far as ranking goes. Another driver who you don't really hear about too much but really showed his talent as far as iRacing went was Ty Majeski. Um, I don't know too much about Ty Majeski. I know he runs in the lower series, uh, the Gander Outdoor Truck Series. I do believe he runs with Nice Motorsports in the number 45 machine. He definitely showed a really fast car. He did not get the best finish. I mean, he still finished in the top 10, but... He qualified near the top. He raced near the top the whole time. So he's definitely really good, and he looks like a really good contender. Seventh, um, a guy who wasn't even going to run in the race but was able to finish sixth. I'm going to put him up here because he did run in the top ten for the most part, and he did finish um, in the top ten as well, and that is Alex Bowman in the number 88. <laughs> a lot of funny posts from him. Uh, especially when he spun out Dale Jr. and got into that accident with him, just blaming the dog. That was a lot of that was pretty funny. You'd never get to see that in an actual race, so that was pretty cool to see. And he ran pretty well. And he said he wasn't even going to run this race. He was a little discouraged from the replacements 100 race. And I remember watching that race. He did not have a good time at all. So thank you for giving iRacing another chance. And just the, and it shows how. Really cool it is because you were able to get a top 10. Alex Bowman in the number 88 ranked 7th. And ranked number 8, I was thinking about this one for a while, but I decided to go with Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain has had one interesting year, like a year that you would never, ever expect. For him, at least. Uh, the watermelon man from Florida was able to put on a good show. He got into a bit of a, um accident with... William Byron, which kind of took him out of the chance to win. But as far as him running, he didn't run near the front. He did run really good. That Oscar Mayer Wiener, number six machine, I had to say that out loud. I say let's give him the eighth spot for now. Let's see how he does at Texas, but he was running pretty good. And now the final two spots, I was thinking about it, and I'm going to go with a couple of drivers who have been participating in almost everything. Uh, the first one is a pretty good one to go with. The second one, people are going to be con uh, say it's a little bit controversial because of the finish. But Bubba Wallace in the number 43 car, he's been doing really good. He's been running really consistent. I say put him in the top 10. He's good in that ninth spot. And the 10th spot because I am a biased son of a bitch when it comes to this guy. <laughs> That's William Byron in the number 24. Look, he was the favorite to win the race. He was running great. Got into a couple of accidents. Finished second to last. So I can't put him near the top. But I'm going to still put him in the top 10 because he did have a phenomenal race. So uh, that's where he is, and right now in the hunt, not ranked, but close, I had to really think about this one. I'm going to throw five drivers out there that 
are on the edge of being in the top 10 rank, but not quite there. I'm going to go with Parker Kligerman in the number 77. That was the one that I felt really bad for leaving out. Matt Benedetto in the number 21. Landon Castle in the number 89. Ryan Priest in the number 37. And Clint Boyer in the number 14. Those guys all really had good runs, uh, weren't really much contenders to win the race, so that's why I didn't really put them up there, and they really weren't uh, running in the top five too much. So I'm going to put those guys there for now. We'll see where it is at Texas. Those are the guys to keep an eye on. Maybe they can bump some of these drivers out of the top ten in rankings. Now, we're going to go to the entry list. The entry list has kind of changed. It's been updating consistently. And I was really, really excited when I saw this entry list because it it blew everything out of the water. I, it was so cool to see this because we don't see this anymore. We really don't. And I'll go more into that, and it's going to actually uh, be a qualifier race is what I'm talking about. But let's get this out of the way. Let's talk about the drivers who are going to be running the race regardless. And it's going to be 31 drivers who are locked in out of the 35 positions. We're going to start with the number one of Kurt Busch with Chip Ganassi Racing. Number three, Richard Childress Racing of Austin Dillon. Number six, Ross Chastain. Number eight of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Number nine of Chase Elliott. Denny Hamlin, last week's winner in the number 11. Ryan Blaney, he's going to be running his first race in this iRacing event in the number 12. Ty Dillon in the number 13. Clint Boyer, the in-race analyst and honestly really funny dude, uh, driving the number 14. Here's a guy who's going to be also making his debut, Greg Biffle in the number 16. This was actually really cool to see. They announced this on Twitter, and Greg Biffle has been a big part of Roush Racing in the 2000s. Not too much in the – actually, what am I saying? He did run all the way until about 2016, 2017, right around there is when he kind of uh, went off. I could be 100% wrong on that. It was right around there in the late 2010s. And he did run a couple of races or one race for sure with Kyle Busch Motorsports, and he got the victory. So the, the, the man still has talent, and to see him be able to run in this event and he's locked in is going to be really exciting to see. So I'm looking forward to that. Greg Biffle for Roush Racing, number 16. Also with Roush Racing is the number 17 of Chris Busher. You got Kyle Busch in the number 18. Bobby Labonte still driving the number 19. That was so cool to see him be able to race, and he did pretty good. Uh, not a top 10 rank, but still pretty good. Eric Jones in the number 20. Matt DiBenedetto in the number 21. My man William Byron in the number 24. Tyler Reddick driving the number 31. He usually drives the 8, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. has that number, so that's why he's in that one. Number 34 of Michael McDowell. Then you got the number 37 of Ryan Priest. Number 38 of John Hunter Nemechek. You got the number 42 of Kyle Larson. Number 43 of Bubba Wallace. Number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Jimmy Johnson in the number 48. Number 51 of Garrett Smithley. Timmy Hill in the number 66. The number 77 of Parker Kligerman. Alex Bowman in the number 88. Landon Castle in the number 89. Starcom Racing. He's just not running the double zero. He's running the number 89. Christopher Bell in the number 95, and Daniel Suarez for Gone Brother Racing in the number 96. Those are your 31 drivers who are locked in to the Texas O'Reilly Auto Parts 125. Now, there, that means four more positions still need to be filled in. I was hoping that they would do 43 or 40 at the minimum, but they're going to stay at 35. I do believe it's just because of the maybe 
the simulator itself or maybe the quality goes down after that who knows what it could be but they're going to keep it at that so the 35 cars will be running but only four can make it in we're not talking about nine drivers 10 drivers trying to make this race we got 35 drivers who are going to try to make this in and i haven't seen a number like that in the main series as far as an entry list goes ever I think the thing that came closest to that was maybe a Daytona 500 about a decade and a half ago or the Brickyard 400 back in 1994 when they had the inaugural race when they had I think what was it I think 94 cars tried to make it or something like that it was an unbelievable number but we're going to have a total of 66 drivers who are going to attempt to compete in it but only 35 can. 31 are locked in, which means we're going to have 29 drivers, or excuse me, uh, 31 drivers not going to be able to compete. And so let's go through this list, and I'm going to pick the four drivers that I think are going to make it in. Uh, some of them make a lot of sense, um, obviously, from where they are as far as ranking goes. And then some drivers, I just have a hunch on them making it in, but it's not a guarantee. So we'll see how right I am by the the end of the qualifying race. But here are the drivers who are going to be attempting to make it in. Starting off in the number 7 machine is Justin Allgaier. Brandon Poole in the number 15 for Premium Motorsports. This one quite surprised me. I thought he would have a locked-in position because he runs in the Cup Series, and he also has a charter, but they, he does not. he's not locked in. He has to race his way in. So it will be pretty interesting to see. I hope he makes it in. We'll see. You got Justin Haley in the number 16. Austin Sinrick in the number 23, 22, excuse me. You got Sam Mayer in the number 23. For those of you who don't know who Sam Mayer is, he drives for GMS Racing and Junior Motorsports. He's only 16 years old. So he's a he's a young driver. He's going to try to make his way into this race. Also, Austin Sinrick, Justin Haley, and Justin Allgaier are all running in the Xfinity Series. Tyler Ankrum, he was the playoff driver for the Gander Truck Series. He's going to try to make it in the number 26. Ruben Garcia in the number 27. He's run a couple of Truck Series races, and he competes full-time in the K&N Pro Series East. Actually, no, he ran in the Xfinity Series in 2014, but right now he competes full-time in the K&N Pro Series. That is Ruben Garcia in the number 27 machine gonna try to race it in then you got Kaz Grala in the number 29 he races in the trucks Trevor Bain in the 29a he comes out of retirement to race in this race and he's gonna try to make it in with the number 29a this will be pretty interesting to see we'll see how he competes Anthony Alfredo he tr made it into the race last week he did a pretty good job however he finished near the end due to some problems so he's going to have to try to make it in. Todd Gillen, he's going to be running Front Row Motorsports, number 35 paint scheme uh, for the number 35 machine, obviously. Uh, pretty exciting to see him. He, he drives in the truck series. I do believe, did he move into the Xfinity series this year? I have to look into that, but he's going to try to race in. A driver who missed it in the number 36, uh, prepare for the butchering of this name, Jess, Jesse Iwui or Iwuji. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my man. <laughs> but you're going to try to race it in the number 36. I hope you're able to do it. Last weekend, you weren't able to. You'll try again this week. Number 40 of Ryan Truex. 
Ty Majeski in the number 45 for Nice Motorsports. Chandler Smith is going to try to make it in in the number 46 machine. He runs the truck series with the number 51 for Kyle Busch Motorsports, another young driver. He is only 17 years old. Moving on, we got the number 50 of Jeffrey Earnhardt. Uh, he's been bringing a lot of talk with that number 50 number. We've been A lot of people have been thinking that that's been involved with Floyd Mayweather. I, I hope that's the case. That'd be really cool if he tried to attempt uh, actual stock car races or sprint cup races with that. But we shall see. But he missed the race last week, and he's going to try to attempt it this time. Another truck series driver, number 52 is Stuart Friesen. Then you got the number 53 of Joey Gase. He runs for Rick Rare Racing. Uh, I think he's ran in every single race so far. He's going to try to race in this number 53. Kyle Weatherman, he runs part-time for Rick Rare Racing in the Cup Series as well. He's going to be driving the number 54 machine. Driving the number 63 is Scott Stenzel. Scott Stenzel, he drives in the ARCA Remax Series. He's also run a few truck races, including uh, the... 2019 speedy cash 400 he actually did he run in the he did wow i did not know that uh, apparently he ran in the texas race back in 2019 uh, for the cup series interesting did not know that brandon brown in the number 68 he runs in the number uh 68 machine excuse me for the x fanity series then you got sheldon creed in the number 74 he drives uh the number two uh, GMS Racing truck. He will be trying to make it in the number 74. Then you got Ryan Ellis in the number 78 car. I remember when he tried to make a few races in the number 93 for the Sprint Cup at the time. So to see him back here to try to attempt a race is pretty cool. Then you got Joe Graff Jr. driving the number 80 machine as. What series does he race? Oh, the Xfinity series. That's right. He runs the the 08 car. I'm sorry about that. He'll be running the number 80 machine. And then you got Chris, uh, Kristen Eckes in the number 81. Runs in the truck series. Alex Labby. He runs in the Xfinity and trucks. Then you got Maya Snyder in the number 93. He tried to make it in last week. Wasn't able to do so. He's going to try once again this week. Chase Briscoe in the number 98, Stuart Haas for the X-Fanity Series, Harrison Burton in the number 99, he runs in the X-Fanity Series for Joe Gibbs, then you got Spencer Boyd in the 02 in the Truck Series, then you got, finally, as far as numbers go, you got the 08 of Jeb Burton, gonna try to make it in. There are three drivers right now who are unannounced for their numbers, they are to be announced. One is JJ Yelly, I'm pretty sure he's gonna run a Rick Rare Racing car. Um, we don't know which number he ha he's going to have because 51, 52, 53, and 54 are all taken. Maybe he'll take 52A. <laughs> well, we shall see. But um, two drivers that um, most people may not know, uh, Drew Dollar. He runs in the Arca Series for Venturini Motorsports. He drives the number 15 car. Uh, we'll see what number he drives. It could be in a 15A, kind of how um, Trevor Bain is doing it. And then you got... Derek Kraus, he is running in the truck series in the number 19 machine. So those are your drivers right now who are going to try to qualify their way in, but don't exactly have a number yet at this time. Practice for those guys begin at 10.30 Eastern, qualifying at 10.55, and then the race begins at 11.02. If 
It's going to be a 30-lap event with no cautions, which is quite interesting uh, to see. I know why they're doing it because of time uh, purposes, but only 30 laps to try to make your way in. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of aggression. There's a lot of guys out there who are just going to try to make it into the top four spots. There's a lot of quality and a lot of talent and skills and quality in this uh, entry list right now. And a lot of them are going to be going home. But I decided to pick four drivers who I think are going to make it in. We'll see how it goes by the end of tomorrow. And we'll see how stupid or intelligent I am. I'm going for intelligent, obviously. But two drivers I feel super comfortable making it in. And no doubt in my mind when I put them on my list, Ty Majeski and Chase Briscoe. When you have top five quality cars and even cars that could win the race, you know, you're you're obviously a favorite, and I don't see them having any problems making it into the main event tomorrow. Now the other two, um, Anthony Alfredo was another driver I decided to put in. He, again, he's going to be racing the number 33 machine. He was able to do it last week. We'll see if he can do it again. Um, I have faith in that he will be able to. He did have a rough finish at Homestead, but he was running pretty good. And then my last driver I'm picking is the ex-Fandy driver. He runs for Joe Gibbs Racing. He's put on a lot of talent this year, and that is Harrison Burton. I like Harrison Burton. He did good in the replacement race. I see him making it into this one as well. Now, there was a lot of drivers that I could have chose from that I didn't, and I feel really bad. Justin Haley being one, Justin Allgaier being another one, Trevor Bain, I would love to see him make it in. I just don't see it. Jeffrey Earnhardt, he already missed a race who was another one, J.J. Yaley, uh, Jeb Burton. There's a lot of good drivers in, in, in this lineup. So be sure to check in on that. Now, that will not be on the Fox Sports app. That will be on their channel, which I do believe they're going to be uh, streaming on Steam. I'll have to check on that one while by the end of this uh, show. But I do believe they're going to be playing it on their website so a lot of excitement who's going to be the one that's going to be the, the take the second checkered flag in this event um it, it's it's kind of tough to tell it's it's these drivers have been really really equal as far as running up in the front and this is what kind of what nascar needs right now yes they're not able to race um at live events right now but to put on these simulators i think is a great great opportunity to reach out for fans that you may ne that they may, may never be able to reach beforehand i mean this was one of the number one uh video game events or simulator events that has ever been broadcasted on live tv it got first place and it still reached a good amount of people and for those of you who are saying like oh it's not real racing it's not real I, of course it's it's not it's virtual but it's fun and it's better than nothing and i'm loving the the amount of fun that those drivers have you can see it in their faces they're smiling the whole time they're enjoying it the announcers are enjoying it you just tune in and you're just there for a good time and that's what is what it's all about right now we're in a time where things do not look the brightest right now 
with as far as quarantine goes, as far as a virus goes, scaring the crap out of all of us. We need a little more excitement. And this is what this is providing. So I'm looking forward to it. You know who my pick is. I, I'm going to go for William Byron because that's my guy. He's been looking really good. Hasn't been able to seal the deal, but I think he's going to finally be able to do it at Texas. If it's not him, I'm going to go with Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think Dale Earnhardt Jr. can get the victory. Um, Timmy Hill and Garrett Smithley, they're going to be running near the front. I have a good feeling on that one. And we'll see if Chase Briscoe and Ty Majeski can make it in. And then as far as another driver, the one that may not be ranked, that may put up a good challenge for the victory, I'm going to say Parker Kligerman. Parker Kligerman raced in the replacements 100 a couple weeks ago. And he had a... I do believe a control malfunction that took him kind of out of a contention to win the race, but he's a great driver as far as I racing goes. So uh, be on the lookout for him. He may be a good contender at the end of the race. So a lot of excitement, a lot of drivers going to try to make it in. Um, we'll see what happens. But again, the qualifying race is going to be on enascar.com slash live. The races start at 11.02. It's a 30-lap race with no cautions. And then the main race, the O'Reilly Auto Parts 125 at Texas Motor Speedway. The green flag will drop at 1 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. A lot of excitement. I can't wait for it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I know my voice has been a little bit off, but I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you guys are looking forward to the Sunday race. My name is Tyler. You guys take care, and I'll see you in the next show.